a lot of people don't think about our brains as being connected to the rest of it. Like our mental health is our brain and it's our whole health care. If you have something going on in regards to mental health, a lot of times that it can it can affect your physical health, your heart, your stomach. A lot of people, when they get nervous, they notice butterflies in their tummy and stuff like mm. that. That's just the soft sign. As I like to say, if you don't sit down, you'll be sat down. And so if you don't take care of your mental health, you'll see yourself, you'll notice yourself getting sat down. Welcome to the Oakley Podcast, Trucking Business and Family. This show is brought to you by Oakley Trucking, headquartered in North Little Rock, Arkansas. The purpose of this podcast is to communicate with Oakley owner-operators and their families by giving them up-to-date information concerning Oakley Trucking and the trucking industry, from business advice to safety updates to success stories. Also, to give an insight to outside truck drivers that might be interested in joining the Oakley family. Hi, I'm Jerry McKellett, Director of Recruiting here at Oakley Trucking. I'm your host for this podcast. This is the Oakley Podcast, Trucking Business and Family. Once again, we bring you some good content every week. We try to find the best stuff we can for you guys out there, our owner-operators and their families to be successful, help them in making good decisions in life and in business, and just hope we do what we can to help you do that. You know, we've had a lot of good episodes in the past that I encourage everybody to go listen to. We've got some great ones coming up in the future ahead of us. So, you know, take your time and, and check them out. Go back and listen to them. And they really got some good, helpful information in them. And I'm on a, I've got another one this week. You know, matter of fact, it's going to be good that uh, you can go back and listen to it. I've had a lot of our listeners actually will tell me, especially recruits coming in, that they go back and watch every one of them. I'm like, man, that takes a lot of time. But but it, they said it really helps them make decisions about Oakley because they learn so much from our weekly podcast. So, you know, I just encourage you to do that. I also encourage you, if there's certain topics you want to hear, I'll do my best to do some research and try to find the right people to help give some good information because I don't want to just tell you my opinion because I'm not a professional. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have opinions all, uh, you know, in the office all the time we talk about it. But, uh, you know, I want to I make sure that I uh, give you guys good information so you can make decisions. So today we are talking mental health amongst truck drivers. That's something that, um, you know, we, we've talked about doing this for a while, an episode on it, but I couldn't find the right person to do it because I don't want to, you know, I did some research, um, and you find articles and you find people that, that talk about it, but you know, I wanted a professional, uh, on an expert. And so I got Dr. Andrea Reed joining me today and, She's an expert on mental health, and we're going to talk about some things that, you know, that are associated with truck driving and isolation and, and just mental health and anxiety and things that, that you may have that you don't even recognize. And we're going to get her professional opinion on what's going on, how to treat it, how to recognize it. So it's going to be a great episode, and we're going to get started in it right now. A used semi-truck is a great way to kick off your career as an owner-operator on a budget, and buying from a reputable dealer like Aero Truck Sales ensures you're getting a reliable truck that fits your needs. They carry trucks from all the major manufacturers in the trucking industry and perform a thorough inspection of every truck on their lot to ensure safety and quality and give you confidence that you're getting a reliable truck that will last you for years at a price that you can afford. 
Being a longtime partner with Oakley Trucking and the Oakley Podcast, we trust them to provide our owner-operators with a truck that fits their needs and matches our qualifications. So whether you're a first-time owner-operator or just looking for a new-to-you rig, be sure to give Keith Wilson and Trey Visor a call at 573-216-6047 and let them know you heard it here on the Oakley Podcast. Okay, Dr. Reed, how are you today? I am pretty good. Thank I am you. good. How Thank about you. you? Oh, great. I'll tell you what, I spoiled rotten. But thanks for joining me today. I know we hadn't met till today, but we've talked on the phone a couple times and, and did some research on you and your clinic that you have. And, you know, it's something that uh, we want to find a great professional. And, you know, everything I found about you was awesome so that's why i asked you to come over here and i really appreciate you doing it tell uh, my listeners a little bit about your background all right thank you so i am born and raised here in arkansas from malvern it's a pretty close to hot springs if you're not familiar with small town the brick capital of the world is what we call ourselves because of acme brick there but at any rate i graduated high school there and then i went to uca for undergraduate I got a bachelor's in biology, and then after that, I went straight to med school at UAMS and here in Little Rock, did my training after med school in psychiatry, and completed that residency, and I've worked at a few places so far in my career. I first started working with veterans at the VA, and I was at the VA hospital for a few years, and I transitioned to what's considered a semi-private practice clinic. It actually allows you to you know, work pretty autonomously and then have some support staff there. So I worked there for a few years and then I struck out on my own with my business partner, Dr. Renee Henderson, and we opened uh, Reed and Henderson Wellness in September of 2021. And that was quite the time to open up a practice. It was in the middle of the pandemic. And I think that it was a great time for us because we could focus solely on work But it was also very helpful in the fact of the great need for psychiatrists and mental health care in general during that time and along the way as we progressed. We've seen quite a few patients so far. Yeah, it seemed like there was a a focus at that time when, which I guess rightfully so, when the pandemic hit and put a lot of people in isolation, Mm -hmm. which created more mental health problems, I'm assuming. Absolutely. So... When we all had the, what we call stay-at-home orders, kids were at home, husbands and wives were at home, you know, fa- uh, parents were at home. And so you saw a shift in the dynamic of the time we spent with each other and the time that we spent alone. And so that prog- that progressed into, you know, really sitting in our mm-hmm. feelings. That's one thing that we like to talk about as psychiatrists is what it feels like to just sit and feel what you're feeling. And a lot of people noticed stress and anxiety and worry. I mean, worry about their physical health, worry about their financial health. And that created a kind of a, a hotbed for depression and anxiety to develop. I see. Mm-hmm. So it, it just opened it up more. Absolutely. For some people, depression, anxiety, worry, sleep problems were already present, but low grade. All right. And then for some or quite a few people, it wasn't present, and it just developed during that time. And so we saw a lot of different types of patients, mm. even if they have the same type of 
what we call generalized anxiety disorder, which is a type of anxiety. You know, they might meet the diagnostic criteria for it, but the way that it was shaped and formed for everyone was different depending upon the settings that they were in. It's almost, so does, I mean, just about everybody have some sort of disorder. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know the people I work with. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, we all like to diagnose our family and friends. Yes. We all think they got a little something going on. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but they're, you know, we don't like to say this word. They're crazy, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and what do they say? If you don't think there's a crazy one in the family, you're, you're it. The crazy yeah. one. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So I think that we all have some type of quirks, right? Do we meet the need for care for the quirks that we have? That's debatable. You know, if the problem, the the need for care is if it is affecting your functioning. If you notice that your relationships are going downhill or you can't get out of the bed or you are missing work or blowing up at work, that's what we need to start thinking. Do we have something else going on here that's not just a quirk? That's some of the signs. Mm -hmm, yeah, that was mm -hmm. one of the questions I was going to ask. Yeah. You know, what are some of the, the how do you recognize it? And yeah. that, that's some of them. How important is it to have good mental health? Well, it's a part of our bodies. A lot of people don't think about our brains as being connected to the rest of it. Like our mental health is our brain and it's our whole health care. If you have something going on in regards to mental health, a lot of times that it can it can affect your physical health, your heart, your stomach. A lot of people, when they get nervous, they notice butterflies in their tummy and stuff like mm. that. That's just the soft signs. And so it can affect you, your whole health. And then, as I like to say, if you don't sit down, you'll be sat down. And so if you don't take care of your mental health, you'll see yourself, you'll notice yourself getting sat down. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a good, good way to put it. Yeah. But um, it'll take a toll eventually mm -hmm. if you don't, if, if you don't have good mental health for sure. And Absolutely. it can affect a lot of things every day, I'm assuming, I mean, mm -hmm. and what you're doing in your daily routine. Yeah. And the brain, I mean, tell me about, I mean, the complex of a brain is crazy, yes. you know, the way it affects the rest of your body. And that's what you study on all the time, I guess, and how it affects everything. We have about 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. Wow. And so that is how much our brain is working on that level, not to think about how it maintains the rest of our body. It tells the rest of our body what to do. And so it is very important that we maintain good mental health just on that front alone. Mm. You know, we not every one of those thoughts are going to be life-changing or def making a defining moment for you. But we do want to make sure that they're more positive than negative because a lot of times we can get stuck in that negative and spin out of control. Yeah. And you see people like that that are constantly negative. We talk about that mm -hmm. before. You just see people that are, I mean, they're just so negative all the time. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I got to get away from this person. Because next thing I know, I'm negative. Yes. And then, you know what me and my wife call that? Getting in the ditch. <laughs> you get in the ditch with somebody, and it's just, it's going to be rolling around in the mud. Rolling in the mud in the ditch. So.
LubeZone has been servicing single trucks and truck fleets for more than 20 years across 12 locations nationwide. LubeZone specializes in quick, full-service oil changes that take approximately 30 to 40 minutes. They also offer tractor-trailer grease, gearbox service, generator service, reefer service, and DOT inspections. They aim to go the extra mile when it comes to quality control. This means your tractor is checked not only once, but two times to ensure all service and parts meet their guaranteed quality and standards. No other service center knows semi-trucks better than LubeZone. If your truck needs service, check out LubeZone.com to find all of their locations. And when you stop by, let them know you heard it here on the Oakley Podcast. So one question, have you seen an increase in people seeking mental health services in the last couple of years? Would you kind of answer that? Yes. I mean, is that going to continue, you think? I foresee it to continue because one thing the pandemic did in a good way was show that mental health care is needed. I think that the stigma in a lot of ways was decreased. And so with that being said, a lot of people who were suffering in silence are now seeking care. And I am hopeful that will continue um, so that we do have an improvement. Um, seeking care doesn't mean that you're going to stay ill or that you're going to have to be on a pill for the rest of your life or in talk therapy for the rest of your life. It really is a hope to get you to a better place so that you can live a better life. Yeah, that that's something that I've noticed has changed over the last few years is, you know, Mental health was a bad term. You know, somebody's got some mental health issues. You, you know, raise an eyebrow. You raise an eyebrow. And now it is, It you know, it's brought to the forefront. Now that's not a bad thing. You know, over the last few years, you've seen that to where mental health is something now that needs to be recognized and it can and something can be done about it. Because, you know, before that, you would think, They've got some mental health issues where they're going to always have it. They always have had it. They're mm-hmm. always going to be nuts. And that's not the case. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, you familiar with specific stressors and challenges that truck drivers face on the job? You know, such as long hours, isolation, and, and the impact of mental health. Well, yes, I am. And I, I forgot to tell you this earlier. I have some truck drivers in my family. Really? Yes. And so Tell me about that. So there's one in particular. He's my cousin and we kind of grew up like siblings. And he is away. He was away from home quite a bit. And that took a great toll on him and his family. And so in ways that he was missing volleyball games, football games. And that really was apparent for how he felt. You know, and how his kiddos felt and how his wife felt, you know, and that longing and in that also there's some feelings of guilt that can come up with that can create sadness. You know, and when you're in isolation, you only sit with your thoughts. It's you, the road and your thoughts. (laughs) And so that can really spend if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, when you don't have that communication, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, you can think, I, I, you know, you said sixty to 80,000 thoughts a day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say a truck driver has double that. <laughs> I can't you know, believe it. I mean, it, yeah. because they don't have anybody to talk to. I mean, mm-hmm. but they do. They get on the phone and, yeah. and talk. But, you know, it, it, it definitely is 
can be stressful for a truck driver when it comes to that. And I mean, it's, I don't know, I don't know how they do it. I mean, it, to me, what they do is amazing because I have to have communication with people all the time. And those guys can get in the truck this morning and drive to, you know, Atlanta, Georgia Mm -hmm. and be there today. And the whole time there's nobody in the truck with them. Nobody there. Yeah. And another stress or another unique situation for truck drivers is, you know, we need movement in order to feel better and to make our muscles feel good. It helps our brain to clear itself out, you know, whether that's walking or going to the gym. And when you work long hours as a truck driver, you don't have that availability and, you know, mid shift or when you get up in the morning. And so that also I feel is unique to truck so drivers. So you encourage physical activity? Absolutely. Is that Absolutely. something you recommend a lot to your patients? If you are alive, I'm going to encourage you to do something. Now, that's chair yoga with a YouTube video and you are moving your arms. Yeah. Okay. You've gotten something done. And if that's where you can be, that's where you can be. But it is absolutely important for us to have some type of movement in order for our brains to work effectively. A little sidetrack I was reading on your website. Um, you do half marathons? I do. How many yes. have you done? I have done three so far. I've done a lot of 10Ks and 5Ks. Nice. Yes. You're a runner. Yes. Like running. Does that help your brain, your mind? Or... Yes. So there's, you know, what we call, there's hormones and there's hormones specific to brains. It's what we call neurotransmitters. And when we exercise, those neurotransmitters, endorphins being one of them, increases significantly. And that helps us to feel better. It's a, it's almost like a happy hormone. And so the more we move in appropriateness, now I'm not asking you to go, you know, lift heavy for mm -hmm. three hours, unless that's your jam and you are safe with it, then okay. But doing a good amount of exercise helps those hormones to increase, which will then help your mood and helping your mood is going to help your whole body. Okay. So the only problem I have with that uh -huh. is, well, you're looking at me like that for the only problem I have is why can't I feel like that before I start? <laughs> because I can't get past the point of, you know, I, don't, I don't feel like going to exercise. I just don't yeah. feel like it, you know. But, boy, once I do, feel I'm, I feel great. Yes. I went last night. I worked out, did a, you know, routine I'd never done before. And I was like, man, I feel fantastic. feel like you've accomplished you something, accomplished right? something. But yeah. before I went, I was like, every excuse I could come up with, I was yeah. not going but I made myself go. I think that is probably something for everyone's Isn't struggle. It? I sometimes <laughs> I'll think I don't have the right socks, and I don't. <laughs> yeah, what kind of excuse is that? <laughs> so yeah, I've done that. Matter of fact, I didn't have the right socks, and I went ahead and went out there in my socks I wore to the office and looked like one of those dads out there. Uh huh. You know, and that was part of it. I was like, oh, I've crossed that line now. I'm that guy yeah. out here working out in his dress socks. Anyway. Oakley Trucking is a 100% owner-operator company. We specialize in hopper bottom, end dump, and pneumatic trailers. We provide the trailer free of charge, and you provide the truck. We have a large customer base that reaches the whole United States as well as parts of Canada. Our owner-operators live anywhere from Texas to North Carolina to Pennsylvania to Wisconsin and everywhere in between, and we get them home weekends. We take it seriously when you join Oakley Trucking because we need you to be successful. 
Oakley offers great benefits and competitive mileage pay so you know that when your wheels are turning, you're generating money no matter if you're loaded or empty. We understand that you want to make a good living and that you make our living. We only take on independent contractors and to be honest with you, we are very particular on who we lease on. You must have a good driving record, good work history, and clean, dependable truck. So if you're interested in Oakley Trucking or just want some more information, you can go to oakleytrucking.com, listen to our weekly podcast, The Oakley Podcast, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Okay, so what are what do you think some of the signs that a truck driver may need to recognize it, that they need to seek some kind of mental health? I think one of the most important ones is... If you notice yourself being more tired. Mm. So we all have this like baseline level of energy. And we kind of can check ourselves and say, uh-huh, I am just not on my game today. You know, you're feeling tired. You're not concentrating and focusing as well. So that's one of the softer signs. And then when things like my appetite is changing, I just, I'm not hungry or you're noticing yourself eating up house and home. Mm. You know, it's just like you can't get enough. Granted, there are some times in the seasons where we typically will eat a little bit more and it's celebrations and all that stuff. But if you notice your, your energy is changing, your appetite is decreasing, and for a lot of people, irritability will start to pop up. and you Gaining just, weight or gain, losing weight. Mm-hmm. Gaining weight, losing weight, and then you're just snapping. You know, you talk to your family and friends, and they'll say, you know, I'm getting off phone with you. Yeah. <laughs> Something wrong <laughs> Something's with Something's wrong. Now, these things start to pop up. Those are the softer ones. It gets really scary when you start to feel hopeless. It's like, you know what? I just, I can't win for losing. And that just continues to cycle through. And then when the thoughts of maybe I shouldn't be here anymore mm. kind of going towards suicidal thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, my family is better off without me. Those are the types of thoughts where we're like, we need to get you in pretty soon, really soon. Is that some of the things that you ask initially if, you know, you have first-time patients or Mm -hmm. something that you have a a phone call or they come in? I mean, you you try to evaluate how bad the situation is. Yes. Now, that won't be my first question because that might run some folks off. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well... But, you know, after, you know, getting to know you and getting to know what your daily routine is like and getting to know some things about who you are as a person, we do ask about safety concerns. That's what we call safety, you know, asking about hopelessness, asking about if you feel like a burden or if you feel really guilty for the decisions you're making in life. And then we transitioned on to do you feel like you're better? You know, you wouldn't feel like you should be here or suicidal thoughts. We try to get a good whole health assessment during your first appointment and then we go on to figuring out how we can best help you to feel better what what are some of the so if there's some truck drivers out there and don't have to be truck drivers just anybody in general Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. are having some of these thoughts and they're trying to evaluate themselves of well do i need to talk to somebody or not i'm a little embarrassed to admit it i don't You know, what would you tell somebody that's thinking that? If you question if you need to talk to someone, it's a high chance you do. It's a high chance you do. That thought of if I just could talk to someone and figure out what's going on, you know, or I don't know what's going on with me, those are good indicators that you should see someone. And that someone 
if you're concerned about seeing a psychiatrist, because a lot of people are, you know, that first appointment can be very scary. You can reach out to your primary care doctor and get an initial assessment or just a checkup with them and figure out, do you need to go a step further in seeing a mental health professional? That's some of the one of the questions. What are some of the strategies you recommend to help a truck driver manage stress and anxiety? Is there other than, you know, you're talking about need to move, you know, mm-hmm. if they sitting all day driving, they need to take time out to move. That mm-hmm. helps mm-hmm. with stress and anxiety. Any other things that they could do to help with that? Yes. I am all about doing absolutely everything that we can. Sometimes that includes medications, but a lot of times I will try to do all of the other things too. So we've already talked about talking with family and friends. Having that connection is very important. So that social connection is important. Moving our bodies is important. There are, I'm a millennial, okay? So I like podcasts and I like apps and things of that nature. And so listening to certain podcasts can be very helpful and inspirational for a lot of folks. Oakley Podcast, come on now. (laughs) (laughs) And then there are apps that help manage, help you to manage stress and anxiety and sadness. Uh, One in particular that's very popular is the Calm app. Um, and then, what does that do? So that one, they have like certain types of meditations that you can listen to. Um, there can be little modules and games that you can do on there as well to help with getting yourself out of the funk that mm. you might be in. There's another one called Headspace, very similar to Calm app. And both of them, I think both of them are paid apps. There's a third one called Insight Timer. That's the my favorite because it's free. And it also has the meditations and things of their own. I'd say the most comprehensive one, though, is Headspace. Headspace. Yes, that's a really good one. And if you're, for me in particular, because I have anxiety myself, sometimes I can't turn my thoughts off at night. It's just running and about my to-do list and what I should have done today and all that stuff. It has meditations on there and little modules you can do at bedtime to calm those thoughts down and to get you to better quality sleep. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because, you know, minds get to racing mm-hmm. and you can't go to sleep. No. Like I'm Jackie Jonah Kersey in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what helps me more than anything? What I think, is that? Is I, I sit in the sauna. That's good. I tell you that I just love Sitting in the sauna and sweating it out mm-hmm. just feels so much better yeah. when I come out of that. So the release. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you might recommend that some patients, you know. No charge. Oh, well, I did have a question about talk therapy. I saw that on your website. Yes. Which we'll go, let, let's go ahead and start talking about your business too. Okay. And, and your practice and some services you offer, mm-hmm. how people get in touch with you. And I saw that talk therapy on there. And I thought, when I saw that on your website, I thought, well, that might be, you know, the, th- the thing a truck driver could do. Yes, absolutely. So our clinic is Reed and Henderson Wellness. We're located in North Little Rock, Arkansas. We also have another location in Bentonville, Arkansas. That's where Dr. Henderson primarily works. Myself and Dr. Smith, who joined us a couple of months ago, we are in North Little Rock. So we do in-person appointments and telehealth. So if you need to do a Zoom or a video call, we have that availability as well. 
They need to be referred by their primary care. Some insurances require their um, patients to be referred by primary care. Some you can just self-refer. You can just give us a phone call. Okay. And if that's the case, well, if any rate, because we'll help you to figure out if you are required to have a PCP referral. But it, you can just give us a phone call. And our phone number is 844-474-9355. Okay. Just give us a phone call. And we can help you to figure out which way to go in regards to insurance and stuff like that. Right. And now, what we do. Okay, we do a lot of talking, right? Yes. That's what we do. <laughs> but no, I, we do what we call talk therapy. We also do, it's called med management. So talk therapy, the true term is psychotherapy. That is having assessments and conversations that allow you to strategize and cope with the things that you have going on in your life. So your therapist is myself and also a psychiatrist so we listen to you right we hear what stressors are going on in your life and we help you to see what the blind spots might be mm. we help you to figure out how to cope better with whatever may be going on in your life and a lot of times we recommend lifestyle modifications right those lifestyle modifications are some of the things that we talked about movement and using apps and things of that nature or having a better diet we don't talk about the foods that we eat and the effects that it can have on our brain mm. and, and the rest of our bodies and so that's really what talk therapy is in a nutshell there's special types of talk therapy emdr and cbt and dbt all of these acronyms and those are spe special and specific and work in certain ways for certain types of treatment modalities so that's that and in med management, simply managing with medications. There are a lot of different types of medicines that we utilize to be helpful in you feeling better. What we try to do over at Reed and Henderson is to choose the safest and most effective because we want to think about you now and in the long term mm -hmm. and what your job is. No, there's a lot of restrictions on what types of medicines a particular person can have, truck drivers in particular, there's some that may not be conducive to your work environment. And so we try to make sure that we have a strategy that's helpful for you in the whole clinical picture. And, I, you know, I can just imagine some people probably just want a medicine. Just give me something magic to, to fix it all. And you know that's not the answer. That's not the answer. And I, I try to tell them when I get this question, because I get it a lot, I say, you know, if I had it, I promise you, it wouldn't be me sitting here talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be rich. Okay? Yeah, 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 it wouldn't. It probably wouldn't need you if wouldn't, one of those was out there. Right, exactly. But unfortunately, there's no magic pill. Is there a pill that can be helpful until you feeling better? Absolutely. We can figure out what that is. But a pill doing all of the work and snapping your fingers and you feeling better tomorrow? Unfortunately, that doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. No. I, I think, Dr. Reed, a lot of people just got to first admit it. I mean, oh, yeah. Is that one of the biggest steps? That, yeah. You know, just admitting it, you know, I, I can't do this on my own mm -hmm. because men are. Do you have a lot of men patients? I have more women patients okay. than men patients. That's because, I mean, we're stubborn. We're more stubborn than women, probably. I will say that I get a lot of my male patients 
from my female patients who have referred them to see me. Wow. Yeah. And so they might be their husbands, their sons, their fathers, their friends. Uh, they'll say, well, so-and-so told me to come over because they've been seeing me for a while. And I do recognize there's something going on that I need to talk to about. And because they trust you, I'll come on. Uh. And so sometimes it does take one person to go for the other person to go as well. You do couples? I don't do couples. I do refer those those strategies out because I don't think that I'm the best person. And I think that we all need to recognize what our limitations are My, yeah. in couples and specific types of therapy, like the EMDR that I brief, briefly spoke about. Those are specialty types of training, and I refer to those people out to those that have that training. Yeah. You know, it's... We've had a, actually a good time here talking about this, but it's a serious illness. I mean, it's it's, it's serious that needs to be recognized, and people are out there dealing with it every day. And you know, it, it's I just hate the thought of somebody thinking that they are worthless. Absolutely, you know, and and don't need to be here. And mm -hmm. you know, and you can get into that. Uh, I'm assuming you can get into that because our suicidal rates higher than they've ever been. Absolutely, absolutely. And the, if we think about our teens in particular, suicide has moved up a notch on the top mortality causes. For teens? For teens. It's moved up. I believe it's in the second slot now. And that's, and then that's very unfortunate because these are our kiddos. These are our babies. A lot of that to do with social media. A lot of it has to do with social media, the changes in with school and with the pandemic and not having that type of in-person socialization and them being in quite a bit of isolation. Um, and like you said, the social media and cyberbullying is a big problem mm -hmm. and that can truly exacerbate. The, uh, what does a parent need to look for in their teenager to recognize some of that? Mm -hmm. So it can be a little difficult because as we go through puberty, our moods and our activities shift, you know, slamming of the doors and irritability and all of that jazz. But if you recognize, because I see this oftentimes, it's like, you know, my kid is moody, but he or she has really changed. They don't come out of their off, uh, their um, their bed at all. Mm. You know, they go to school or some of them may be in online schooling. And so they'll, they'll sit in their bed and they'll have the, the streaming on but they don't do anything else or they're not eating at all. And we know teens like to eat, yeah. right? And so if you notice these shifts in your kids or just extreme irritability, that's when a parent should be seeking help for the kiddo. How do they do that? They try to, I mean, I know as a parent, you try to intervene mm -hmm. with the teenager and then that turns into a, can turn into a fight. But I mean, man, how, how do they, if a, if a parent's feeling hopeless out there, getting, they know their teen needs help, what would you suggest? This is going to be the most basic thing. And I would say just sitting in their room with them and saying, hey, I miss you. I miss the connection that we used to have. Is there any way that I could be helpful to you? What's going on? Simply those kind of questions. Mm -hmm. Or those statements. True, because a lot of times as parents, as adults, we have a level of vulnerability 
that we are concerned about expressing because we don't want them, the kiddos, to feel like they aren't being protected. And so laying your heart out will allow your child to lay theirs out as well. Willing to listen. Willing to listen. Mm -hmm. Listening is not easy for a lot of people. No. (laughs) I mean, you'd be surprised, though, it it solves a lot of problems. It does. Just over my career here, I've done a lot of listening, and it it fixes, you know, a lot of people. You know, it seems to work just to, and not just listening and listen, but actually wanting to listen to their story and people have somebody to talk to like that. Very good stuff. Any other, let's see, what else, what was the website? So our website, kind of long, but it is R-A-N-D-H-Wellness-A-R.com. Okay. Yeah. I can give you a little We'll put something up on the screen. Annabelle put something up on the screen for us, so. Office in North Little Rock, mm-hmm. one in Bentonville, Arkansas. Yep. Mm-hmm. So anybody around here, they also can call. We'll put that number up. Yeah. Call your practice and check in with you and see what, what you can do for them. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming over here and sitting down with me and talking about this stuff. Very good information, I mean, that a lot of people need to hear. I need to hear. I learned yes. a lot today. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. This has been a pleasure. So yeah. thanks for having me. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Oakley Podcast, man. We appreciate it. This is a great episode right here to learn from, and I hope it helps you guys out there. hope you, you know, if you got questions, definitely call Dr. Reed and give her a call, see what she can do for you for sure. But appreciate everybody listening to us, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Oakley Podcast, Trucking, Business, and Family. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate or review the show in the podcast platform of your choice and share it with a friend. We love hearing from our audience, so if you've got a question, comment, or just want to say hello, head over to our website, theoakleypodcast.com, and click the Leave a Comment button. We'll get you a response soon and may even share some of the best ones here on the show. We'll be back with a fresh episode very soon. Thanks for listening.